Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. Well, Derek, it's been uh, pretty busy. This is the middle of the summer, so tonight's show is our Midsummer Roundup. Everything we've done for the first half of the summer. Our Midsummer Night's Dream. Midnight Summer's Night's Dream. Oh, yeah. Shakespearean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, we're gonna we're just gonna talk about what we've done all summer and spring. Uh, like I say, it's it's our midsummer show. Yes. So uh, we both had a couple big trips. We actually both had early vacations this year from work, um, and I know an awful lot of people that are doing some pretty big trips this year. So I say we just jump right into it and and get it. Well, I gotta ask you the regular question: What's new, Derek? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you hate it when I ask you that. I do. I do. Hey, Derek, what's new, buddy? Actually, there's lots new this time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's new? <laughs> I finished some, uh, a couple big trips. I've got a new job at work that uh, I've been there for three days. and uh, You hate? Now my boss is on vacation, and I'm the boss for the next two weeks. Oh, jeez. And I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> We're screwed. <laughs> we are. We're is that so why screwed. my power went out five times today? It's all Derek's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Nothing else new? <laughs> well, there's lots new. Oh, first time I had my children uh, backcountry camping. Mm-hmm. So that was... Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, you've always done front camping, right? Yes. Like off the highway sort of thing. Yes, right off the highway. Yeah. And you know, it's uh, surprisingly, uh, a four-year-old is horrible at portaging. I... Can't carry any weight at all. Wait till you carry the <laughs> canoe and you have them lead you down the portage and they take an old riverbed. Oh, Ah, don't ask me how I know that. Don't ask. Go ahead. Don't ask. <laughs> he can't carry a thing, but he argues with his sister because they fight over what they can carry. And it's like, just you guys split up the weight. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the big thing is getting him to carry all the little stuff that... Well, the, he wants to carry stuff. He just can't carry a lot. Give him the canoe. Yeah. <laughs> By the time he figures out he can't carry it, everything's down the other end, yeah. and you just pick it up and go. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we always gave them, like, paddles, fishing it, rods, it, exactly. life jackets. That's what they got. The little stuff, That is right? what they got. Yeah. The dog. <laughs> <laughs> Take the dog. Carry the dog and bring the cats with you. <laughs> yeah. So, so they enjoyed it? They did. They had a lot of fun. Good. They had a lot of fun. And what else is new? I've covered everything off. Really? That's it? Am I missing anything? It's been a whole half a summer and a spring. That's well, all that's new? Three big trips. Mm-hmm. Took, one of them we took the kids. Two uh-huh. of them I went with Mike Burns. Uh-huh. Um, new job. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. What Your do you life mean? sucks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, what did I miss? What do you know that I don't? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't know, I'm not telling you. <laughs> Your wife told me not to say anything. Yes. <laughs> oh, now you're going to be thinking. <laughs> Um, so what's yeah. new with you? I'm getting my truck fixed for the fourth time. Oh, yes. I never use air conditioning. Never have until last fall when my mother-in-law was in the truck. I turned it on and it was blasting hot air. So, of course, it's out of warranty at this point. Yeah. I've, 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 I always drive with the windows open. That's why <laughs> the inside of my truck is dirtier than the outside. <laughs> All the dust is on the inside. So uh, I t- he says, bring it in, in the spring because there's no sense getting your air conditioner fixed for the winter, right? Yeah. So brought it in, they replaced the big part, and then uh, the day before we were supposed to go on our, our big trip, uh, I turned it on because it was a hot day, it was just blowing hot air. So I took it in, they replaced another part, and he said, that should be good, it's blowing cold air. Apparently, if you are in a air-conditioned mechanic <laughs> shop and you try the air conditioner that's not working it's just blowing whatever the outside air is of course it's going to blow cool yeah right it's blowing pre-conditioned so, air yeah so uh i took it in and um uh, guys hey how was your trip was it great was it fantastic oh it was beautiful the first day yeah 13 hour drive poured rain we had to crack the windows because we didn't have air conditioning his face dropped so hard there was a noise. <laughs> well, like you turned it on, 10 minutes later, cut out on you? So no, I turned it on and it just blew hot air because it was hot and muggy outside. It was hot and muggy inside too. And uh, he's like, you kidding? I know, nope, not kidding. So they took it in and uh, apparently the compressor's gone as well. So yeah, I just said, you know, like I, I, I'm, I'm not going to get angry. There's no sense getting angry. Yeah. 
You know, because all you're going to do is you're going to yell, you're going to scream. Everybody around you is going to be looking at you going, dude, what's your problem? Because <laughs> they don't know the backstory. And uh, they're going to eventually fix it anyway, and everybody's just going to be pissed off with each other. Yeah. So I just said, dude, all I want is fix it. Fix it properly. I'm already X amount of dollars into it. Sounds like an expensive fix for something that you don't use. Well, and that's why I'm saying for something I don't use, this is really pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> so he orders the part. He says, yep, part will be in tomorrow. I said, okay, well, then I'll get somebody to drive me home from work, pick me up and bring me back in so you can keep the truck overnight. No problems. He calls me the next day. He says, I got a message. Yeah, part's on back order. <laughs> You're joking me, right? He goes, nope. Be in at the end of the week. So take it to the end of the week and get it fixed. It's like, oh, man. For something I don't use. Yeah, you know? ridiculous. So I'm just going to use it all the time now just so that, you know, you I can get, say, yeah, it works. Get your money's worth out of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to get my money's worth out of it. So. <laughs> So for all you know, it was broken right out of the factory. For all I know. No, because you know what? I did try it when I first got it mm -hmm. and it was blowing cold air. Yeah. But that was it. I just tried it for, you know, like two minutes. Mm -hmm. It was blowing cold. And for all I know, that's when it blew. Yeah. Right? That two minutes, boom, I, I, just as I turned it off. Yeah. I have no clue. Huh. I just, like I say, I just don't use air conditioning. None of my vehicles have ever had air conditioning. I got the, uh, the, the 480 air conditioning. I open all four windows and go 80 kilometers an hour. <laughs> That's the air conditioning I use. Even when I have air conditioning on in the truck, I still feel like I've got to crack the windows. Yeah. I just, it's just something about it. I don't know, but anyway, that's just me. So yeah, so getting that done, uh, the trailer that we, we took on our big trip, um, I don't know what the dealio is, but our hot water tank leaked. So we never got that. And then the last few days, our, uh, interior lights stopped working. So we have lights for out in the uh, adder room. So I just like took a those horrible in. horrible vacation. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Except for the mechanical bits of the trip. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, it's things that you can't, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. You it's know, out of your power. Like, yeah. It, 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 it annoys you to, to smithereens, but uh, no amount of yelling and screaming and, and whatnot is, is going gonna, is gonna to fix it. So. You just drop a few F-bombs. Everybody sort of stands <laughs> back, let you sputter a little bit, and then, okay, let's get on with our day. We got things to do, people to see, people to do things to see, whatever. Um, and we got on with our day. Yeah. You know, so everybody had a great time. Uh, yeah, like I say, we'll get we'll get into the, into the, the trip, actually, what we did. Uh, my family is a, about a 14-day trip family. Yeah. You know, cause we we're gone for 17 days. Yeah. Day 14, I think they were all getting they hadn't. ready to, we were almost home anyway. We only yeah. had a few more days. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I think they'd had enough and, uh, I just could have, I should just dropped them off and kept on going. <laughs> <laughs> I could have, but. Well, I think no matter how good or bad the vacation is, the last few days, that's all you start thinking about is. You're, you're heading home. So that's all you think about is home. So uh, I think maybe it's not that there was a, there were a 14 day trip family. It's like about day 14, you were pretty much well on your way home. So it was, everybody's brain was engaged in, uh, well, my, home. yeah, my son, you know, he had his, his phone. So he's texting his girlfriend and, oh, yeah. we're going out here and we're doing this. And so after 14 days of missing out on a few parties and stuff yeah. like that, he's just like. <laughs> you know, and knowing that the minute he got home, like the next day he started work again. I mean, we all did, oh. right? Everybody started work yeah. the next day. So we got, we, we were home by dinner time on the Monday yeah. and Tuesday we all had to go to work. <laughs> right. So it's, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, they all had a great time. My daughter, uh, had a friend's birthday when we, the day we got, uh, the day after we got back, I guess it was. And, um, she was going to knit her a sweater. So while we were driving, that was she, what she that's, was, that's what she did while she drove. While we drove. Huh. Not while she drove. While yeah. <laughs> driving and knitting at the same time. Yeah. She's a talented girl, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> She's a smart one of the family. <laughs> uh, yeah, she sat behind watching everything go by, like all the scenery and stuff like that. And she was knitting away. So when that sweater says, you know, this sweater was made in Canada, it was made, made across, across Canada. Canada. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it was, it awesome. was good. Um. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I mean, having the, 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 um, I took the laptop because she had to choose her, while we were on vacation, she had to choose her university courses for oh, next okay, year. Yeah. So we had to bring the laptop. I brought the, uh, the iPhone. I did my updates 
on, on the Facebook page. Yeah, of, as of everybody spots. probably would have seen Facebook. Your yeah, there Facebook was there videos. was yeah eight eight updates I did along the route and back, um, and you know that sort of thing. So seeing what's out there, what other people are doing, you know, on their trips. I watched yours, you know, your little thing that you did, and yeah. uh, you and Mike seem to have a great time on yeah. your your excursion. We have a fantastic time, you know, and the amount of people that are doing stuff. I mean, spring this year for me was really busy. So I didn't get out to do any of the canoeing and stuff yep. like that, which kind of annoyed me. Yeah. But you know, it's the first spring in ages that I haven't gotten out. Yeah. So it is what it is, but we definitely made up for it. Um, there was a couple, some really, a couple really good high points I'll get into later about our trip and a couple of low points where I just, you know, just uh, got nothing nice to say about a few things, but it is what it is sort of thing. And I'm going to say that a lot today. I'll tell you right now, it is what it is. And that's all I'm going to say. But, um, so do you want to start first on what you did or? Sure. If you want. You go first then. <laughs> what did you do on your family vacation? Well, so it was more than a family vacation. Like I did three trips so far and, and which is unusual for me for the last few years. I've, uh, just because of busy with work, I've missed a lot of trips and I kind of yeah. got out of it. So this year I've kind of head first full on into camping again. And, and I think it helps with the show. So I was more inspired to go camping as opposed to focusing on work again. So I, I took the time and concentrated on getting away from work. So I, I spent, uh, a good two and a half weeks away from work uh, in in June. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I'm sitting here thinking, just because I'm so busy in spring this year, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm doing this show on paddling. Yeah. And I'm not paddling. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's almost to the point where you're feeling guilty or like a hypocrite because you're not doing it. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, the show takes a lot of time as well. Plus, you know, that job that keeps the food on your table, the roof over your head, which apparently my wife insists on, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> we can't live in a tent and walk around nude. Yeah. <laughs> Women. <laughs> so, rules, rules, rules. <laughs> rules. Yeah. So it's funny you should say that, that, you know, the show is giving you the inspiration yes. to yeah. get out in there and do that. So, yeah. So I, since June... It was so late June. Uh, I did three trips. The first one was a sort of a long extended weekend. I went with uh, Mike Burns and we uh, went up to the 150 for 150 event that was, uh, you know, there's 13 different uh, social media groups, uh, families that got together and organized a special it's uh, i think it david lee was the main organizer yeah. and he, he got together a whole bunch of other people and we did this uh, 150 for 150 so anybody I, I think everybody if you go to our website have seen uh references to the 150 event so it was uh the main host was david lee a whole bunch of others and uh we all gathered there. We had a little mini canoe Olympics and it was all, it was a good long weekend. It, we, me and Mike, we stayed on, uh, drummer Lake and the bugs were horrible, but the bugs I think are horrible anywhere this year. Yeah. So it, uh, I, got, I made good use of, uh, bug jackets. I've never used a bug jacket before this year. I've packed them before. I've never had to use them mm -hmm. this year. I had to use the bug. And, uh, so he's also got one of those, uh, uh, bug tents. Who makes it? Eureka bug tent. No, no bug zone. So that, that turned out to be handy too. It was a good one, eh? Oh yeah. It was, it was nice. And I myself bought a Nemo, uh, bug out, bug out. Yeah. The Nemo bug out. So it's a 12 by 12, uh, basically tarp with bug screen on it. Right. So that worked fantastic too. Especially. Oh, so with, you both brought one. Well, he brought one on his trip and then on, uh, our, the other trip I brought it with Mike and for the family trip, I brought mine. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, so we did the 150 for 150 event. I got to meet a lot of people, you know, Camper Christina and Kevin Cannell was there. And, you know, there was a whole bunch of people, man camping. And it was, it was a large group of people. There was 13 different social media personalities uh, attending the event and running the event, doing this, uh, the uh, Canoe Olympics. It was a lot of fun. There's yeah, a, they put up a couple of videos on that now. If yes. you go to Facebook for, uh, and, and just search for 150 for 150, that's 150 for one five zero yes and the word for f-o-r yeah. too many numbers in there <laughs> <laughs> you'll find out lots of stuff about it yeah. go right to their site there's pictures galore there's there's videos now and, and everything yeah it was a fantastic event to attend it was uh there's it, it's well i i the 
the same kind of mentality, personality type of person kind of gravitates to certain sports, right? So anybody who's into paddling or canoeing, kayaking, whatever, they tend to have a certain personality. And so it was a very comfortable group of people like you, it's like instant friends, right? Yeah. So it was, it's the largest group that I've ever paddled with. There was like over 150 canoes. So approximately 300 plus people, right? Yeah. So, and we, uh, we gathered, we, they did a few events. There was a lot of prizes given out. Uh, the, uh, park superintendent gave a big speech and Kevin Callan gave a speech and we heard from David Lee and then we, uh, formed up and the main goal was to form a giant circle with 150 canoes. Right. And we were a little bit short at first, but every time a camper was coming back from through the park, because they exit through Canoe Lake, every time they started paddling by, we encouraged them, come on over, join this circle. And so, so we had about seven or eight extra canoes join us and we finally hit the 150 and we did a count off everybody counted off in the circle and we sang oh canada in the circle and yeah. kevin callan and david lee and a couple of the others were in the in the main canoe in the, in the center of the circle oh, they had one of the big voyageur canoes yeah, yeah. huge i helped yeah. unload that from the trailer i've never lifted such a heavy canoe in my life Can you imagine portaging <laughs> that with as well as carrying and a bunch of it, stuff it wasn't a traditional voyager canoe it, it was a modern design so it was yep. fiberglass but it was but still stinking heavy holy yeah. cow but i think you can fit like 14 people in it <laughs> it was a big canoe so that was pretty cool to see that huge circle of people all gathered together right it was pretty cool it was neat and then we after we the circle broke up we uh paddled a big circle around the uh the outer bay and then back into the uh the landing at canoe lake and so it was it was really neat to see all the people there and all the fun that everybody had so that was quite the memorable weekend good and uh so the next trip like about a week later i uh joined up with uh mike burns and Again, Mike Burns, we, uh, so we paddled north, we went to Clarny. So we started our trip. Wait, this is the, the trip you inserted yourself into, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So during, what is it, the canoe symposium? The canoe symposium. Kitchener Waterloo he was Canoe Symposium. Yeah. Mike went around and he was talking to David Bain and a couple other people getting advice on where to go on PEI, uh, Philip Edward Island and, and whatnot, because he wanted to go do some other islands and stuff. So he was getting advice. And, and as soon as I heard Mike asking about it, it's like, when are you doing this? Who are you going with? You're going solo. Really? You sure you want to go solo? <laughs> <laughs> so I <laughs> took, a, it didn't take much and he was more than happy to have me along. And uh, so it ended up being uh, the two of us doing uh, Philip Edward Island and Killarney. So we spent, what was it? Four days. Four nights a circling at Philip Edward Island, which was a fantastic area. It's it's crown land, and we went. Uh, the first couple of days was we were heading east on the on the Georgian Bay side of the island, and we amongst the islands, the weather was great. The bugs were horrible, but we did some fishing and. Uh, we circled around, came in back through. We weren't. We were going to come back on the outside, but then we decided, you know what? How many opportunities do you have to circle the whole island, right? Yeah. So we circled Philip Edward Island and uh, we came in through the inner channel and, and then our last night was back in, almost in the same area we were on our first night, just at the, uh, the southwestern tip of Philip Edward Island. And it was, uh, it was some of the best fishing I've ever done. Like I, uh, I, in, in one little bay where we found some reeds, like one of the times I casted, like the, the lure barely touched the water. And I didn't know what happened because it happened so quick. It's like, wow, it was a huge pike. Or no, it was a, it was a huge bass. So I, I, I hooked a bass and three, uh, hooked a pike and three bass. I managed to keep two of the bass online and I uh, lost the other two fish. He, uh, uh, Mike caught two bass and a pike. And so it was, we, we were eating fish really well all the whole time, right? Good. It was really good the fishing. The fishing was good and the catching was good. Yes, the catching was good. It was <laughs> yeah. amazing. It was some of the Somebody best fishing I've something. ever had. Yeah. It was pretty cool. So after we circled uh, Philip Edward Island, and, you know, he was he was saying to me at the first of the trip, oh, this Killarney, you, know, you better be prepared. Uh, I guarantee we're going to see at least three bears, if not more. And I said, really? You think we're going to see that many? We didn't see a single bear. We saw bear poop, but that's mm. all we saw. We never saw anything more than bear poop. And so he thinks I have some kind of superpower that chases away that bears. That chases bears away. <laughs> <laughs> so after, uh, after we circled PEI, we, uh, we went into, we, we did a, a 
quick morning hike at what's called the crack in Killarney. And then we uh, went into Bell Lake and we did a small loop where part of the loop we went to Silver Peak, which is the highest point in southern Ontario. So highest peak mm-hmm. in Killarney. Haven't you been there before? Never. I've never been to Killarney. I never even knew where it was until really? the summer. What's the what's the big peak in Tomogamy? I don't know. Because you've been there. Up north in... in uh, yeah, Lady Evelyn. Lady Evelyn uh, Smoothwater. Smooth that is... Um, Shoot, what's it called? It's the highest peak in Ontario. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so uh, in southern Ontario, this is the highest peak, and it's in Clarion. Well, I, you could, and on the peak, we could see right across Georgian Bay. We could see all the islands in Georgian Bay. You look north, we could see the big stack in, super stack in Sudbury. In Sudbury. So from Sudbury, it's 45 kilometers from where we were. We we sat there and we were measuring distances and stuff to see where everything was and, <laughs> and trying to find the uh, the highest peak and trying to just see what you could see. It's what a fantastic view there. Yeah. And we could see the old base of where the original towermen had their fire tower on right. uh, on Silver Peak. So it was really cool to see some of the history and some of the old towermen had signed their names to the rocks and it was it was pretty cool. In in Clarny itself, we found a rock at an old logging site, and uh, it, it the guy signed it. I got a picture of it. He signed it on May seventh, nineteen fourteen. Really? So he said he was there, 1914, logging, whatever. It's like, so he hammered it with a chisel into the, into the bare rock in this field. So it was like, we just ha- came across it, right? We we uh, knew there was an old logging site there. So it was really cool to see some of these historical little signatures. But then, you know, of course you see all these young punks spray painting rocks yeah. up there, right? So yeah, I don't. we just did our show about vandalism yeah, in the vandalism back country. Yeah, vandalism in country, yeah. Which sucks. Yeah, it's like, it's crazy, right? Yeah. So... We, uh, we did, we circled the, uh, a small loop inside Killarney and, uh, the only, the only notable thing, like there's a really quite a few high points. Like we, uh, like we hiked the crack, we hiked up to top of Silver Peak. We did some fantastic, uh, canoeing. The, the weather was very cooperative. Like it, uh, we kind of got sprinkled on a couple times. Yeah. But, uh, the only really bad weather we had was, uh, it was on, I think the Wednesday night of that week. And, uh, I think the temperature dropped to below 10 degrees. I could see my breath at night. Really? Because I was sleeping in a hammock. I had to get out of the hammock to create a wind screen to stop the wind from blowing all the heat off of me from the hammock. And, uh, when the wind stopped blowing, it's like I had to get out again and I had to wrap myself in my space blanket in my sleeping bag to keep the heat in. It was so cold. I got out to find, I opened up my emergency kit and pulled out the space blanket and I could see my breath. It was so cold. And by that time there was no wind. Right. And it was so cold. I was I was tra- contemplating: Do I start a fire and and try and warm up, or do I try and find some way to warm up and sleep? Or so, anyways. After I got the space blanket on, what a difference! I slept from like three thirty until seven seven thirty. So that was it. Was a fantastic trip. It was it was really good tripping with Mike, and we saw quite a few things. Never saw any bears. Ugh. No, <laughs> we did see three bucks oh, yeah? up on Silver Peak. And I think one of the bucks was the same one we saw twice, but uh, we did see three bucks or three individuals. Two and a half. Yeah. So there's there's <laughs> two bucks were together. Really? They were traveling through the woods Cruising together. Cruising for chicks. And they yes <laughs> maybe maybe. <laughs> so that was it was a really fantastic trip. We saw a lot of stuff. It was some really good fishing. We saw some old uh, historical sites. We we saw some old areas where there was uh, old wharves from the 1800s. Yes. And, yeah, it was because there used to be a lot of fishing and stuff through there. There was right? a lot of fishing. There was an old yeah. mill, yeah. and so we looked at the old mill site and stuff like that. It was, uh, it was, it was a fantastic trip. It was one of the best trips I've had camping. And it's nice to go to areas that you've never been to before. Absolutely, brand yeah. new. I mean, we do a lot through Algonquin and stuff like that with yeah. odd trips here and there elsewhere. But it's really nice to get out for good trips on mm-hmm. places like that. Yeah, breaking new ground, looking yeah. at new areas, and. So yeah, it was interesting because I, I tend to, all of my trips tend to be either Algonquin Park or, uh, Lands or Lady Evelyn Smoothwater. Yeah. So it's either those two locals. I, I've never really tripped anywhere else. So yeah, it was. Yeah. You, you gotta, that, that's one thing I found I was getting into is just, yeah, Algonquin, Algonquin, 
Algonquin. And I hey, don't really mind it because Algonquin. Algonquin's nice. Oh, it is. I mean, there's a lot of ground you can but cover. But you start to get a little bit too familiar just, with yeah. the areas. And so you, you get, it's like you can almost do the portages with your eyes closed because you're so familiar with them. And well, and the point, you know, you, you've got to drive all that extra time to get around to the north end of the park or something just to yeah. get away from the crowds yeah. because it is becoming so crowded. Mm-hmm. You know, anything along Highway 60, you're just... You know, you've got to go quite the ways yeah. to get rid of those crowds, right? Yeah. So at least if you're going somewhere like that, you're driving that distance anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. You might as well try something brand yeah. spanking new, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's good uh, that you get to do that. Yeah. So my third, the third trip. So after I got back from the trip with Mike, I got home like Saturday afternoon. We, I took the Sunday off and we went, went on the family trip first thing Monday morning. And uh, so I, it was the first time I've had the kids Truly backcountry camping. Right. Like I've had them to uh, Rock Rock Lake. Rock Lake, yeah. And so Rose Island. And so it's, it's there's no portages. It is backcountry, but not really. You can really. see the highway yeah. and so stuff like that. So it's not really, it's it's a backcountry, considered a backcountry campsite, but it's not backcountry. Yeah. So this t- this one here, we went to Booth Lake. So there was two portages. Well, there's, we line, uh, I lined the canoe up the Swift and with the kids and the, my wife inside the canoe. So, and the, then there was the 645 portage into Booth Lake. And uh, so that was nice. It was, uh, we went in on a Monday. So like all week we saw maybe, I think four canoes. There was one day we saw one canoe and another day we saw three. And, no, uh, Mark Rubino from markinthepark.com. That's, I've been he told. went up the Friday. That's what I heard. So he, yeah, he we, went up the Friday to Booth and came out the Sunday. So he yeah. would have been on the lake. He probably, he probably would have seen his canoe on the Friday. Probably, but I didn't. He was probably so far away, I didn't recognize yeah. him, of course, right? So, but yeah, he was. Uh, well, so, he had an olive green camera, so he would have been camouflaged. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, uh, so this trip was, uh, it was a backcountry trip, but I packed for a car camping trip. Ooh, <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, with uh, little kids, you got it too. Yeah, right? there was a lot of. Ex- the only yeah. thing that was really excessive is uh, I knew it's a busy lake, so I took the and I, I wasn't listening to the lady when I got the passes. <laughs> I, re- I refused <laughs> to take her advice, and I bought two bags of wood. <laughs> <laughs> so I portaged two bags of wood. Two bags of wood and a two for a beer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bottles. <laughs> Surprisingly, there was uh like we uh so I'll get to that. Anyway, so we uh we went into booth. Uh we did the portage, which was a wicked portage. I think I quadruple carried. <laughs> and of course you you have to walk with the kids. Initially we walked it just to look at it to see if I could line the rapids and stuff, but you couldn't really see the river. So, so we just, we just portage the whole thing. And it it said, the sign says 550, Jeff's map says 645, but I swear to God it was 1300. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you add Jeff's and the portage sign. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it was, uh, what was it? We had a canoe pack, a bear barrel, a large duffel sack with all the, like the sleeping bags and, and the, uh, thermos and stuff like that. Then there was a small backpack with just day trip snack. You got to have snacks constantly for the kids. Right? Oh yeah. And then there was, uh, uh, two bags of wood. <laughs> <laughs> and what else was, oh, we had the, the tent wouldn't fit anywhere. So the tent was in its own bag. And then there was a bag of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and the canoe and all the accoutrement. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a heavy portage, <laughs> but it, you know, it was, it wasn't bad because once we got on the booth, we, we uh, just went to a campsite and, uh, for one night we rented the Tatler Lake cabin. Oh, did you? So we How went, was it? it would be really nice in the fall, but it's a, it's, it's surrounded by swamp. Oh. On, on two sides, it's surrounded by swamp. Right. And on the back side, there's a couple creeks. So it was, uh, we were confined to the cabin because anytime we went outside, bugs. it was unbelievable yeah. bugs. It was a nightmare to go to the Thunderbox. And it was, it was just, it was horrendous. So we ended up hiding out in the cabin. We had the cabin for two nights. We didn't stay in the cabin the second night. We just went back to our campsite, right? Yeah. I, I booked campsites for the whole week and... I double booked and got the cabin for two nights. So I didn't mind leaving my stuff on the campsite because I paid for the campsite, right? So the woman had a little bit of concerns that I wasn't going to be on my campsite, but I paid for both. 
Anyway, so we ended up not taking the cabin the second night and just screw that. <laughs> Too many bugs, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had the big uh, Nemo uh, bug out tent on the campsite. So we said, we're going back there. It was, we stayed on the campsite that Algonquin Adventures was on. Yeah, when they did their big back, uh, thing, yeah, a few years thing. back. So that, that was great. So we were there. The bugs were bad. The, the Thunderbox was a long, it was like 400 meters away. Really? Deep into the woods. It's the longest walk to a Thunderbox I've ever seen. Maybe you just missed the one to your site and got to the one to the other <laughs> could site. Be, could, be. <laughs> could be. It was closer to walk to the neighboring campsite than it was to walk to the Thunderbox. Wow. <laughs> but your kids enjoyed it. They did. We had a lot of fun. We uh, didn't see any animals except for like some chipmunks and a lot of birds. Right. And uh, but if we had the beach site. Kids played in the water constantly. It was fun. Good. It was a blast. Had a lot of fun. We... Uh, I, I was gonna. I was supposed to try the uh, the Canadian Tire, uh, was it Caesar's Caesar Pleaser? Oh, the Caesar Pleaser. So I brought a couple packets to mix up and try. Mm-hmm. I forgot to bring vodka, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't try it on the trip. So yeah, we we forgot. To Remind bring, me why I let you on this show. I bought, <laughs> I bottled everything up, but I forgot to bring the bottle of vodka that like my little. I had a, I put it in one of those. Uh, wine pack yep. things and uh, i also forgot and i put it in a double walled thermal thing i forgot the baileys <sighs> so we had black coffee all week and uh no vodka i had some scotch and uh we had uh, a tetra pack of wine and your wife is still not talking to you <laughs> <laughs> well she doesn't drink much she didn't really care right and your kids are still not done. <laughs> yes. Dad, you had one job. I know. <laughs> but it was, it was, otherwise it was good. It was a dry week pretty much, but uh dry week with black coffee. But it was, it was a really good week. It's, good. it's a lot of work with kids. Yes. Oh, been there, done that, buddy. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. So I want to, when I get a chance, I'm going to post a bunch of pictures to our Facebook page of my trip. And uh, when Mike uh, takes the privacy setting off his posting for Killarney, I'll share that. To share that one Adventure. as well. <laughs> awesome. Well, it sounds like you had a good uh, first half of the summer. It was. It was. Can't wait to hear what you do in the second half of the summer. Well, we're going to try and go somewheres in the fall. Yeah. Somewheres when there's no bugs and we don't have to wear bug jackets. You got to wear parkas, <laughs> snow suits. I don't mind that. <laughs> 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 All right, well, let's take a quick break here and we'll come back and uh, I'll let you know what uh, my first half of the season was like. Sounds good. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors, 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors. Welcome back. Uh, we covered Derek's first uh, half of the, the summer. Yeah. What he did on there is our midsummer roundup here. Uh, now it's my turn. <laughs> so like I said, I, I didn't get much done uh, in the spring just because I was so busy and whatnot, but I definitely made up for it. Because nothing says I love you, my family, like sticking them in a box with wheels and driving for... Almost 9,000 kilometers. With no air conditioning. With no air conditioning. Because <laughs> that's what we did. Um, no air conditioning in the truck and no hot water in the... No hot water. In the trailer. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> we boiled. That's cool. Uh, we got a we gotta, we gotta plug-in uh, um, kettle, which is just as good. Yeah. So we got by, you know, it's just like, you know, it's just, it's just like camping with a tent. Yeah, you make do. You know, it, it was good. So knowing this may be our last year for a big family vacation, we decided what better thing to do than on Canada Day, on Canada's 150th birthday, yeah. we headed to Northern Ontario and then 
Shot Made west. a left-hand turn and headed to the Rockies. Go west, young man. Go we west. We did. We did. And I took them all with me, kicking and screaming. <laughs> the whole way. My dog slept in the truck the entire time. Yeah. He was so comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it was like he was at his couch. He was in the couch up in our living room. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, we're just moving. Yeah. <laughs> it's a couch. I'll but take a nap. It's a moving couch. Wake me when we're there and I got to pee once in a while and we're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we drove across Canada. Um, we did uh, through, um, we, we did northern Ontario up through Hearst. Uh, Fushimi Lake, the bugs, the provincial park there, the bugs, astounding. Yeah. Deer flies, black flies, mosquitoes, you name it. It was a lovely time. Oh, it was for, for, beautiful. For insect the, lovers. The bugs. <laughs> yeah. If you're into bugs, man, that is that is the capital of the world this year. It's the cat's ass. Yeah. It was the cat spooky. Uh, even one of the guys there was going like, this is horrible. <laughs> Dude, you live here. <laughs> so yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was pretty bad. But you know what? It was nice drive up. Stopped in... Um, Tomogamy for a quick minute and stopped up uh, Cochrane and and whatnot and across to Hearst and uh, into there. Uh, we stopped in Nipigon on the way through to uh, Kakabeka Falls where we stayed. Um, we actually stayed twice. Uh, from there we headed straight. We ended up going through the states from there. Okay. The whole purpose or the whole route I planned to travel two completely separate routes, but there was two points b- between Winnipeg. Um, uh, uh, about a hundred kilometers east of Winnipeg, we traveled twice, and so the, that little loop through Kenora and stuff. Nope, no, no, not, not even that far because oh. we came up from uh, Minnesota. Okay. And, oh, okay. Right, and where that joins the Trans Canada. Got it. To Winnipeg, we traveled that twice, yeah. and then there was a part from Kakabeka to uh, Shabakwa Corners. Uh, one way you end up going to Atacokan or the other way you're going up towards oh, so Dryden and all that. Dryden twice? Nope, nope. Oh. So we went down through Atacokan oh, okay. and then through into Minnesota Got and it. up to Winnipeg. Got it. Um, and then from Winnipeg, we went to, uh, Moose Jaw, Regina, Moose Jaw. Nice. And, uh, Lethbridge, um, Fort McLeod. We went and saw that historical place, uh, Head smashed in Buffalo Jump, okay, which is really cool to think that they were doing um, all this like a thousand years ago before horses, before yeah. guns, huh. you know, like mass slaughtering of these buffalo, yeah, in such a way that like you're thinking like how how did they think of this sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Right? So it, it was really cool. Uh, from there we went we went to Vulcan, Alberta to see the Enterprise. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the Star Trek stuff. Went to the Royal Tyrell Museum. Uh, in through Calgary, right into Banff. We say just outside, like on, okay. on the town limits there at a, at a campground. Uh, did a bunch of paddling in and around. I don't think I would go to Banff again. No. Oh, way yeah. too commercial, way too crowded. It's a bad time of year. Way to go. too many people. Well, you know what? It is, and I've been told if you're going to do anything, get out early. Mm-hmm. Um, we we were at Lake Louise at nine in the morning. There was so, we got like one of the very last spots. Oh yeah. There were so many people, there was no way we could get our canoes through those crowds to go paddle. Yeah. Right. Uh, and of course they have canoes there you can rent, but I brought my own canoes. Why am I going to rent? Uh, and the lineup just to rent was huge. Yeah. So, okay, whatever. So I figured, you know what, we'll do our pictures and sightsee, that sort of thing. And then we'll head over to, uh, Moraine Lake. That's the one on the back of the Canadian $20 bill. Yep, exactly. Yep. 10 o'clock in the morning, we are being turned away from overflow parking, <laughs> telling us, well, circle around. You should probably get in there within the hour. Seriously? Wow. Not happening. <laughs> so that was, that was probably the only bad part of the trip. Yeah. So, and I mean, that's like a 45 minute drive from where we were, we were camping mm-hmm. to up there. So I'm just, I'm, I'm. It was a quiet ride back. <laughs> and so they're like, you know, are, are we just going to go back to the campsite? And I said, no, I got one other thing in my back pocket. Just always have a backup plan. Yeah. And uh, we went down to the Banff Canoe Club. And there's a little beach there and they rent canoes and all that sort of stuff. And you can launch right from there into the Bow River. So okay. we did a nice, uh, we, were, we were out in the Bow River for a few hours. Nice. Nice little trip up the river. And then you turn around and that 
current just scoots you right on back. Let me was tell it hard you. to fight it going up? No, not really. Yeah. Not at all. I was in the solo canoe. The, they were the kids and 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 the wife were in the um, the the prospector. And yeah, in the dog and yeah. No, it wasn't hard at all. Hmm. But it was a really nice, a really nice paddle. Uh, going out, uh, we, you know, Northern Ontario. There's just too many rivers to stop and paddle. Yeah, I you, mean, you'd never get out of the province in, two, in in three weeks. Yeah, you'd never get out of the province. Yeah, there's so much water yeah. to paddle. Uh, through Winnipeg uh, and Brandon, the Cinnaboyne River and Red Deer River, all that. Like, I, I wanted a paddle. Yeah. So we we checked a couple spots. We stopped at the tourist place in Brandon, uh, Manitoba, and they told us about all the flooding, and oh. they lost like you know ten thousand dollars worth of dock systems huh. and everywhere. And there's dikes everywhere. They've built up the, the the banks that you can't get to the river in spots. It was just this year. No, over the last few years. The last few years. Yeah, I think 2011, 2015. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of big floods, and that. So they still haven't recovered. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not p- putting all the money back into it. I suppose that you got to kind of weigh if it's worth it or not. Yeah. Eh? Well, until they that money and and then risk losing losing again it all and... again. That's a ton of cash for something like yeah. that, you know. So unfortunately, I didn't get to do there. But when we camped in Moose Jaw, we did a little bit of urban paddling through Moose Jaw. Yeah. You know, we, we stayed right on, on the, the um, Moose Jaw River. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, did some paddling through there and whatnot and had a, had a nice evening out there. Uh, actually did uh, one of my updates from there. Um, one of the biggest thing I'm calling it, I've just been calling it the confluence. It's got to be the biggest surprise of the entire trip. There's like next to nothing on the internet about this place. Yeah. It's where the Old Man River, the Bow River, and the South Saskatchewan River meet in Alberta. It's way up in this, so off this little dirt which, road. Which two flows into the one? The Old Man and the Bow flow into the North Saskatchewan, or and, South, South Saskatchewan. And the Saskatchewan yeah. just heads? South. Into the U.S. or something? Uh, down through Southern, and it ends up going down into Southern, like Regina area, that sort okay. of thing, right? Um. But when we got that, we finally figured out the little back road and all that and got there. It's actually Grassy Lake Forks Recreation Area. You can actually camp there. It's like Crown Land. Okay. But there's some camping spots there. Yeah. There's a, there's a guy with a big fifth wheel trailer in there. Yeah. And we're talking <laughs> to them. You would swear it was somewhere in Texas. Because it's, it's the Canadian Badlands. Yeah. Through there. Gorgeous. So it's like desert. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. There was like these big sagebrush <laughs> plants growing yeah. and everything. There was so much dust, even with the tunnel cover on the truck, everything in the bed of the truck was totally covered with dust. Wow. Beautiful. I would love to spend like a week and a half, two weeks there. Yeah. Just paddling the area, fishing. There's sturgeon, there's pike, there's everything in there. The guy is saying, that's what they go up there with fishing. Yeah. Dogs out there swimming, having a great time. Big pelican. Oh yeah. Lands. The dog sees us. He starts, Hunter is about the size of a black lab. Pelican's about the size of a black lab. <laughs> He's halfway there and you can just sort of see him going, nope, this is not going to end well. And he just does this U-turn and comes on back, right? Oh, awesome. Absolutely hilarious. He realized, oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah I'm going to lose this fight. <laughs> um, so that was, I'd love to go there. Anybody wants to find out any information, if they're heading that way, it's definitely worth a stop. Drop me a line and I'll, 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 I'll tell you what to do to get there. Um, but yeah, absolutely beautiful. But we did get up in, when we made it to the Rockies, we did Lake Minnewanka. Um, beautiful. Just paddling in the Rockies. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, we did Moline Lake up through Jasper. We did the Bow River, uh, stuff like that. You saw glaciers, didn't you? We saw glaciers. Excellent. We climbed, we did the, the, the tram up Whistler Mountain in Jasper. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually follow a trail and climb higher to the actual summit. Oh, okay. Which we did. Something and there's snow up in the there. Uh, I don't know that you could do it in the winter or not. Mm-hmm. It might be slippery, but yeah, I, I'm not sure. So you were at, you were at the top. Yeah. The oh yeah, we went right to the summit. Now, which one's the summit? That's Blackcomb. Well, no, 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 not Whistler the town. This is just Whistler Mountain. Yeah, Whistler. There was Whistler Blackcomb. There's two mountain peaks: Whistler Mountain and Blackcomb Mountain. I'm not and sure. There's where a Black tram Home that is. goes between the two. Oh, this didn't have between the two. Oh, you didn't have it going to the tram between no, the two. No, this is in Jasper. Oh, yeah, okay. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not Whistler, the ski place. Yeah. This is actually Whistler Mountain okay. in Jasper. Okay. Um, yeah, so we, we climbed all that and the dog got to the top and took a poop. 
But it's apparently <laughs> that's what my dog does when he climbs mountains and he summits a mountain. Yeah. Highest Score. P wins. Yeah. <laughs> Carry it down, my man. Yeah. Uh, but coming back, we, you know, we, it, was, it was longer coming back because we came across the northern part of the provinces. Okay. Through Edmonton and Saskatoon and that sort of stuff. Uh, but we did definitely do Superior, like Superior coming back. Yeah. Uh, we did, we stopped in at Puckasaw. Um, see, you know, Bill Mason did, did that film back in the day. Oh there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hattie Cove yeah. and all that. Yeah. Uh, came down the side, Old Woman Bay. We stayed in Rabbit Blanket Lake, um, you know, doing the Batchwana Bay, Pancake Bay, all that sort of okay. stuff on the way down. Um, and then we stopped in Chutes between Sault Ste. Marie and Sudbury. Yeah. That was our, our last night. We stayed in Chutes Provincial Park. Nice little, Chutes. nice little park. Why did I hear It's not that Chutes. far away. Uh, I know Twitter's been all the buzz over yeah. the last while about it. They're all promoting all the provincial okay, yeah, parks, right? Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, so we we stopped there and for the last night, and that was when everybody was sort of going like, "Yeah, we get home tomorrow and whatnot." Yeah, <laughs> I know one of the highlights of the trip was the Alberta beef. Uh, we stopped at this one restaurant in Jasper. Yeah, if you're going out there, I would spend more time in the Jasper area than the Banff area yeah. because the Jasper area is less crowded. Well, it depends on time of year. I've been to well, Banff in, in May and it is, it's, it's pretty much dead. Yeah. But I'm talking summertime when most yes. people are out, right? Yeah. Um, but we stopped in this restaurant and had this, this steak dinner. I mean, you got this massive steak and you got Caesar salad and can't remember what else we had, but next time I'm going to give me this meal. Take another steak and just lay it on top. <laughs> Give me two steaks. But we brought some steaks back so yeah. that the day we were we got back, we just had the barbecue steak. Nice. But you know what? My family now understands when I talk about driving across Canada. Okay. Because I've done it so many times, Yeah, right? you've done it. They haven't. And they just thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, seeing what it was. Yeah, you know what? I think there, it was a bit, a few days too long for them. But, it you really... know, seeing the province and understanding Saskatchewan heat Dry yeah. heat compared to Ontario, yeah. wet, pull my underwear to my butt, soggy, humid heat. Yeah. You know, seeing the mountains, driving through them. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, and gas, 88 cents a liter <laughs> through Manitoba and that. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I thought that was going to kill our, our thing, right? That's one thing. Oh, buck 20 a liter throughout the whole yeah. trip, right? 88 cents. Oh, loved it. Um, Gives you an appreciation of how big the country is when you do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And like I say, they now, when I have these conversations with family and friends about, you know, Northern Ontario and the bugs and the scenery and, you know, going through the prairies and the heat and some of the stuff you see, like the, the salt lakes, yeah, like all the, all the water's gone, but there's just these dry salt flats, yeah. salt flats. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then the mountains just everywhere, like beautiful. Yeah. They now have an appreciation for it. Yeah. You know? They can relate now. They they can understand and appreciate. Yeah. And I mean, we saw three bears. We saw coyotes. We saw elk, um, birds up the, up the wazoo. Uh, one bird. There's nobody ahead of us, Northern Ontario, for about 100 kilometers. No one behind us for about 100 kilometers. All of a sudden, a bird just... Picks up off the side of the road, flies right in my windshield. What is that? Seriously, what is that? Because I was like, dude had a death wish. He's, yeah. He just ended it. He I had enough know. of life. But you know what? 8,814 kilometers later. Oh, that's a lot. You know, we had a blast and I would definitely recommend it for everybody. I think the one big thing we would change though is a hard top trailer instead of the pop-up trailer. Yeah. You know what? If you're moving every single day, you're setting up every single day, yeah. you get tiring. It, 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 yeah, it did. So, so that was my trip. Nice. It was fun. It was a blast. We enjoyed it. You could have talked more if I didn't talk so much during my segment. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. Because <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to shut me up. Because I, I could go on and on. Definitely Grassy Lake Forks Recreation Area. Uh, it's northwest of Bow River, Alberta. Check it out. Drop me a line if you're going out that way. And if you're going out that way to stay for a bit, let me know how it is. Let's take a quick break and we'll come right back. You are listening to Paddling Adventures Radio on Reno Viola Outdoors. Do you enjoy getting on the water with a paddle in your hand? If so, this show's for you. Listen to Paddling Adventures Radio every Wednesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. and see what's happening in the world of paddle sports. Paddling Adventures Radio, whether you're close to home or far away, Grab a paddle 
and get on the water. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Welcome back. Uh, before we end our show here, uh, we talked about how good our summer vacations were, but yes. this seems to be a big year for tripping for a lot of people we know that we've talked to and about on this show. I think a lot of people are taking advantage of Canada's 150 and really getting out there. I think so. Um, David Lee and three people are headed to Northwest Territories, or they are in the Northwest Territories, doing the Mountain River, which is a tributary of the Mackenzie River. A lot of people heading to Algonquin Park, Queen Elizabeth II, Wildlands Provincial Park, and Tomogamy. Glenn Peterson, who we know from Algonquin Adventures, uh, is back up in Woodland Caribou again. He loves that place, so he's gone, I think, fourth year in a row or something. Uh, Camper Christina and some other ladies I know are doing solo trips, yes. new trips and that, which is cool. Camper Christina, Kevin Callen have also gotten out and done a couple of trips together and there yeah. are videos and blogs. Quite to, a few videos, quite a few done. blogs. Yeah. So it is all out there. Um, check it out on our Facebook page because we usually put a lot of stuff, uh, links in that to it. Uh, speaking of our Facebook page, you can check us out on Facebook, Paddling Adventures Radio. You can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and you can find our podcast, the show you're listening to on iTunes and Google Play. I want to thank everybody for listening to our show this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.